0: Hey, this is Shannon Russell with Second Act Success. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson.
1: Let's level up. Time to Shine Today podcast, varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and we are episode 352. Three with my awesome sauce friend and founder of Second X Success, Shannon Russell. And Shannon uh, kind of lived the Hollywood life a little bit, but then decided that uh, the main drop I found out of this is she decided to produce her own life, which I think that is a mad step. That's fantastic. Uh, we're cut from the same cloth. Oh my gosh, it's like we're she's my sister from a different mister, man. So um, you're going to want to break out if you're looking to pivot and really level up your second half of your life, or even if you're younger and just want to make a change and shift and pivot, then you want to break out your digital note taker or just a pen and pad and paper and just relax and sit back because Shannon dropped some serious knowledge nuggets. And while you're at it, if you don't mind hitting the like button, share, subscribe, all that jazz because it really helps with my sponsors and affiliates. So without further ado, here's my really good friend and founder of Second Act Success, Shannon Russell. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I have my East Coaster from the company's Second Act Success, and her name is Shannon Russell. She's entrepreneur, career coach, and host of the Second Act Success podcast, which that'll be in the show notes. Don't go there yet because she's going to spill some solid, solid knowledge nuggets here today. But that's uh, a fantastic podcast. And she spent over sixteen years as a television producer in New York City, Los Angeles. And then she pivoted to open her own business running a Snapology franchise, which I can't wait to get into that, uh, teaching children STEM education. Now she's a certified career coach. Like I I would, would kind of liken her to like a lifestyle optimization artist. You know, I think that that's more the fit for her, But she's a certified career coach. And she's added an adventure to the mixed with the second act success. And all that information will be in the show notes. And I'm so blessed to have Shannon on. Shannon, please come on. Introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today podcast for squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why?
0: Yellow, for sure. It's just a happy color. It was part of my wedding theme. We had yellow and gray. And same when my uh, first son was born. We made his, his nursery yellow and gray with yellow giraffes. And yeah, so yellow is just like, Kind of something that you wouldn't know with me wearing black right now, but you yeah, know. yellow because it's just bright. Yeah,
1: it, it's we're on happy. my sh- it's on my shirt, so I wore your yellow today, and and it's in your you. color wheel. It's behind you, and the picture. Yes, yes, well. I've got some <laughs> absolutely. So <laughs> let's get a little bit to the roots, the origins of where you were, and they can live living that life. I have friends that went out to LA from the Detroit area, and they did pretty good. You know, as producing, and you know, started off as key gripping, and then working their way up, and stuff like that. What's what's your story with that?
0: So I've wanted to be in Hollywood in some way, shape or form since I was probably in first or second grade. I had a California bank that my mom and dad and I made. And every time I'd get money, I'd put it in there. (laughs) And then um, they took me out to LA for the first time um, as a graduation present from high school. And I was sold. I was like, I'm going to live here. I'm going to work here. And so I went to school for communications and film, um, graduated and started at MTV in New York City and just started building my career there as a producer, working my way up and then moved to Los Angeles and continued. And it was just my dream job. Um, I was working in entertainment news, reality TV, um, just kind of all over the place. You know, it's a very gig economy going from one project to the other, (laughs) but loved it. Met my husband there, all, you know, so many of my best friends. Um, And yeah, it was just fantastic. But LA is very much a different world, you know, kind of a bubble in the sense that, you know, everyone's very career focused and we were the first ones to have a baby. And so out of my Group of friends, we have my son, and all of a sudden, we're just alone. It, or so it felt. Right. you know, and that's when the wheels started changing of like, okay, I don't know if this is the long haul game for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so from right around there, um, I got postpartum depression after having him, and six months later made a very impromptu decision to move back to the East Coast to be near my family. Mm. And so we moved. And luckily, my husband's a producer, I was a producer at the time, we started working back in New York City, going back to MTV, my, you know, original Mm. family. Um, And then I, you know, a couple years later, was pregnant with my second son. And that's when it all hit. And I said, Okay, like, I need to switch things up. We're both working, we're traveling, we had a two hour commute each way into the city from the suburbs. And, you know, and then when I was on maternity leave, my show got canceled. And I just Mm -hmm. knew that that was a sign to figure out what I could do that would make me equally as happy, but be able to be that present mom that I wanted to be and not travel and miss big life events.
1: Right. Did you Mm -hmm. notice what was your secret sauce then with getting through rejection when you went into this producing? Because that's the best stories that I get from friends of mine that made that trek out to the West Coast and two of them are you would know who they were are if i told you and with the rejection what was your ability to move through that and get your producer credits
0: i think you just have to keep going it's just being i feel like it's the being as friendly as you can to everyone because you never know who's going to help you get that next project it's really the most networking of an industry that i've come to to learn about and it was really just the really big projects. Like the one that sticks to me that I did not get was working for Oprah for working for own. And I remember I had an interview and it was like, this is it. This is the big time. Oh my gosh, such a fan. And then I remember just getting told after the interview, Oh, you know, we're going to follow up and possibly send you to Chicago. And Mm. I just so happened a few weeks later, I had to go on a shoot in Chicago and I was like, let me reach out to them. And I reached out to them and I did not hear back. And that Mm. was so upsetting because you think, oh my gosh, I'm going to get there. And I think when you land so many jobs, I was very successful. I was very friendly with everyone. So somebody would be like, come work with me, come work with me. So I found it to be a little bit easier. So when those moments didn't happen, it hit, hit hard.
1: Love that. But you didn't, you used the friendly and, and when you were like, fail, we all fail. I, I love to fail. Mm-hmm. I try to fail every day. Uh, but you didn't let that discourage you. You stayed friendly and it just opened up doors. But then you went through the, the, you said the show cancellation uh, and kind of made the trek back east. And then are we, is that where we kind of get to the part of your journey with regards to the, the coaching?
0: Yes. So really then when I, when my show was canceled, I did a lot of trying to figure it out alone. I started a master's Mm -hmm. program. I took a nine to five job that was not me and very toxic. And I just was failing trying to figure out what to do. And suddenly um, one day I was listening to Marie Forleo's podcast Mm -hmm. and just had this aha moment of, I'm going to produce my own life. I'm going to start a business. And so my kids were three and a little younger, you know, not even one at the time. And I was like, okay, something with children. And I found Snapology, which is a franchise and just leapt into that and decided to open this business. And it's based in my community. My kids could come with me to work. It just kind of fit all the boxes, but I had no idea how to to grow a business. I never thought that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but in really doing a lot of self-assessment, I realized a lot of my skills from producing could be used to produ- you know, grow a business. I was using marketing skills. I was writing copy, like I wrote scripts. I was hobnobbing with people and really introducing myself, and and then it grew. and It's been over six years now. It um, wow. has provided with my family. I have a brick and mortar center, and it was. So many people asking, how did you go from working with celebrities to working with kids? Like what a drastic mm-hmm. change that started me realizing like, okay, there's something to this. And then right. I started having friends in the industry asking me, okay, how can I get out of this industry? Like how, and I started helping people. And so a year ago, I got the idea for Second Act Success and and doing the coaching and really launching this to help other people figure out their transition so they don't feel stuck.
1: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So do you coach a lot of people one-on-one?
0: I do. And I I focus on women, but I have, you know, I have um, a a man who's in my current course. So I just, you know, I'm focusing on mostly women who are you know, thirties, forties, fifties, kind of in that, you know, midlife, like, oh, I have kids now what, you know, like (laughs) that transitional time. Yeah. Yeah. Because so many people just feel like, oh, I'm just going to stay here because who am I to make that leap into something else when I'm a mom and a wife and a partner and, you know, I have all these other things, but this is the best time to do it because if you're not happy, no one else will be happy. And there's small things you can do to get there.
1: Love it. So, When you're starting to work with a client one-on-one, if you don't mind sharing a little bit of your secret sauce to maybe help them find their blind spot, their initial blind spot.
0: Yeah. So I always talk about like learning and leaping. Like everyone always wants to walk in the office, Jerry Maguire style and say, I quit, you know, that's it. Uh, uh, But uh, uh, I feel uh, like if if a lot of my clients will come to me first off and not have a clue of what they want to change to, you know, they're working, but they have 10 ideas in their head. Mm. So we really narrow it down. Because if you really focus on each one and spend some time with each one, you can narrow them down. You can cross oh, them yeah. out. What won't, won't work? And like learning and leaping comes from the fact that if you do have a paycheck, like how great is that? That you can learn and do your research while you're getting paid. So oh, there's yeah. you don't have to walk in and quit right away, right? Like you can start making these small little steps to be sure before you make that leap.
1: That's beautiful. It so when maybe you're in that discovery kind of conversation time. Is there any good question that you wish they would ask you, but never do?
0: Mm, That's a really good question, Scott. I think really, I go back to the why a lot. So I wish they would ask, how does this fit into my life? You know, what is my why? And I always have to bring it up. Like, what are your non-negotiables, right? What are your priorities? Like, if you're going to make this leap, Let's make it good. Don't right. leap to something that's still not going to fit in your life. And a lot of times they're just so unhappy with where they are that they know they just want something and get it to me quick. Right. right I'm right. sure you deal with that with your clients. Like, yeah. And, but it's like, well, take a deep breath because any change is big. Um, but so let's figure out what it is that you really are meant to do. Follow what's in your right. heart. Don't just change for the sake of change. Right. Like, right. Let's make it real.
1: Yeah, get back to the why, and are you going to be able to shepherd me there? And not, you know, because I'm not a consultant, I'm a coach, you know, Mm -hmm. because I am blessed to work with probably some of the people you've produced, right? Mm -hmm. And they forgot more about that work than I will ever care to know, to be honest with you. But I believe that the, the problem resides inside them or their issue, and their why is there and powerful questioning, they can come up with it. Themselves mm-hmm. by the what you said, the elimination kind of game of finding out and narrowing it down, and then if they come up with it, they're going to take off with it. If I tell them, "Hey, maybe you should do this," we're like, "Fergie, you suck. That didn't work." But if they do <laughs> right. it, that, that's awesome. So let me ask you something: Have you seen the movie Back to the Future?
0: Obviously, okay. absolutely, one of my favorites. Yeah. One of my favorites.
1: Right. Right. So I can't believe it's going to be like I'm. I'm 50 years old, and it came out in 85. Yes. Yeah, so, oh my gosh, it's going to be 40 years old pretty soon. Anyways, that's nuts. Anyways, let's get that DeLorean <laughs> with Marty McFly. Let's go back to the double juice, the the 22-year-old Shannon. What kind of knowledge nuggets might you drop on her to maybe help her level up, last through, or maybe shorten the learning, not change much, because your experiences have had to bend the bomb.com. I mean, just awesome, right? But what might you have did to maybe help her shorten her learning curve just a little bit or said to her?
0: Uh, speak up for yourself. Ooh, like don't okay. be yeah i i, I cuz you're right i had my dream career like i i wouldn't have changed much but i look back and i was and this is what i try to work with my clients too like it's okay to be really friendly i've talked about you know using my friendliness to to help ex, you know escalate yeah. my career but sometimes you can sit there and be a little too quiet and a little Mm. too shy and not raise your hand and not speak up. And then you watch, at least in my experience, the men getting that position, um, a little bit higher. Right. And there was, um, a friend, uh, um, a male that was at the same level as me. We were going up the same, same route. I took a couple different changes. He's now this big exec Mm. in, you know, and, and that's fine. And that's great. And I'm, Great for him, but mm-hmm. for me, I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I can push. I don't know if I'm going to push. I'm going to go try something else over here." Mm. So looking back, like maybe I could have um spoken up for myself more. But, but again, it's like I feel like with you, like, you probably feel the same. Like everything you do leads you to where you are. So it's absolutely,
1: meant to be. and I love my journey. I'm like mm-hmm. I've had people show. I wish I showed up in your life then. <laughs> I would have had you up there with.
0: <laughs> yes, because I
1: had people that were like, "Listen for you." you- you have this, this, and it's sometimes you just need that little push, right? And that's what yeah. you're really good at doing. So how do you want your dash remembered then? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and your death date. Hopefully it's a long way down the road. How do you want Shannon's dash remembered?
0: Oh, gosh. Um that she did all the things, that she checked all the boxes. I'm really big on that, right? Like we are not our parents' generation where you take one job and you're there till you retire and blah, blah, blah. Like I got to do my dream career. So cool. Like now I got to open my own business that provided for my family. Really cool. Now I get to help others and continue a life of service and help other women get out of being stuck. So I think to continue to check the boxes. And I have other things I want to do. So like I'm going to continue to do everything. That I can do in this one life that I'm given.
1: That's awesome. That That's awesome. So what do you think then people misunderstand the most about you, Shannon? Mm,
0: I think that I'm a people pleaser, which I am, you know, <laughs> like that I'm just, I don't think they realize how much I can make happen. Like I'm really a lot more confident and more of a go-getter than, you know, maybe my friends and family think. Right. Until right. they see it happen, you know, um, I'm a, they can kind of, yeah. So I guess just maybe like what I'm capable of, you know, no one really knows what you're capable of. Absolutely. Uh, like you do.
1: Right. You don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody does. No. Some, and some, sometimes I'm blessed to have the people and the coaches and mentors in my life to, to remind me. So. Me too. What, what is maybe one of your failures that you've learned the most from?
0: Ooh, definitely. I think, honestly, it's when I was um, when my show was canceled and I was flailing and figuring it out and I joined a master's program like, oh, maybe I want to be a teacher. I'm going to work this nine to five job. That's not me. And take a master's program at night with two kids under four. Um And (laughs) I did that just because I thought I needed to do that. Like, right, right, let's get a degree. A lot of people are like, let's get a degree. I'll get a job. And in that mistake that I'm still paying off, it brought me to where I needed to be. Like, I realized, okay, I don't want to be a teacher, but hey, I'm going to open this business that I can teach kids, but still run the business. So that was, I hate the word failure, but that was something that was a stumble that I made, but I did. You know, but then yeah. I, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Just fail forward, you, you know? Fail, yes, fail forward and fail fast, right? Yeah. Like, but I learned, it, it brought me here. Every time I see that deposit taken out of my bank account for that master's degree that I did not finish. Right. It was, it brought me to where I am. But that was a stumble. And that, that's what I try to help my clients do now is like, don't just jump into what you think you should be doing. Think about it. Go back to the why. Yeah really think before you leap. I was just like, okay, I'll get another degree. Okay. I'll take this nine to five job. Right. So my husband's off my back, you know, like just doing uh-huh. all these things right. um, that you feel like you need to do without really talking to yourself,
1: Love it. you know? So anything keep you up at night?
0: You know, growing the business, right? Like as a, as an entrepreneur, I have two sure. businesses that I run. So I'm up a lot. I'm up a lot nice. thinking of you know, you need both to be running. I have a team running my, you know, Snapology business, but mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, you just want everything, all the wheels to turn, yeah. all of the, you know, things to run smoothly and and how to grow. And, you know, I'm only a, less than a year into my coaching and course business. Mm-hmm. I did a heck of a lot in this year, but now it's like, I'm looking to grow the podcast, looking to expand my clientele. And yeah, so really just how to I keep it all moving that.
1: yeah mm. what's a weakness you have
0: mm, time management
1: probably okay. you know it. because
0: I and I don't know <laughs> if you can relate but yeah yeah and you yeah. and I love my work but yeah. like I'm working these two jobs so that I'm not commuting and traveling and missing my yeah. kids birthday parties right. so when the kids come up to my home office and they say why don't you hang out with me I have to take that moment to be like well, I'm here, but I'm working so that I can be here. And mm-hmm. that's when I shut, shut the laptop down and I go play a game because you that's, you know, I, I still have to, I cook, I talk about this all the time, but I have to do it more myself is, sure. you know, get the time together and spend the time with the people who matter the most. That's beautiful. And that's my man. kids.
1: I love that you do that. When you just said shut your laptop, you became mom of the year to me.
0: That's oh, beautiful. It's a hard thing to do, right? Oh, yeah, like yeah, you Absolutely. Otherwise, Absolutely. if you love what you do, you're going to work all day and night. Right. So it's just fine trying to exactly. figure out the boundaries.
1: <laughs> exactly. You want those memories of the kids saying, hey, I remember when mom shut her laptop and come, you know, play Candyland or whatever the kids play it, these days, right?
0: Exactly.
1: I love yeah. it. So tell me, give me, um, in the past year, we'll say $100. $100 or less investment you've made in yourself that's leveled you up in the last year.
0: $100 or less. Really? It comes down to courses.
1: Right. I don't know if they
0: were exactly under a hundred, but like I joined a course to help me launch the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which one did you
1: join? You can say it. I joined
0: Melissa Guller's there
1: you go. course. Nice. You know
0: Melissa Guller? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it and honestly, it was because I was running the other business, but I knew I needed to do this. That mm-hmm. course, and I don't know how much it was, but sure. um, it really lo- helped me launch it in this time yep. frame. I set a goal and I did it. And it's been the best thing I've done. And as you know, too, probably like just talking with you now, I feel like we're friends, right? Like we're going to support each other. And the people I've met through the podcast Mm -hmm. have become great friends and great advocates and people you can reach out to. So
1: it got me. I've had over 30 speaking engagements from my podcast. You know, I'm flying out this afternoon to Connecticut to somebody that I interviewed. Like for you have to come speak to my company or whatnot, you know. So I I love I love our tribe here. So what is shannon's definition of a life well lived
0: checking the boxes Love like it. really so doing like it all yeah it. i mean it's it's everything it's like for me i'm like i've always wanted to write and i just had a, a former guest of my podcast i wrote something on my uh, social about wanting to write and she's like do it this year and i was yeah. like you know why wouldn't i do this like yeah, yeah. let's add something else to the plate yeah. and let's like go you know why not? It's all, you don't want to have you, any regrets.
1: And when you interview the people, like I'm writing a book and I, you interview people, you know, like Bob Berg, who wrote The Go-Giver or John David Mann, who is part of The Go-Giver series too. They're like, oh, you know what? You interviewed me. Let me just see what you have. And just launched me. It's beautiful. What the tribe mentality, like you just said, Yeah, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? That that cliche. Yes. So true. I love it. Time to shine today. Podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson. We are back with my good friend, Shannon Russell from Second Act Success. And Shannon, um, you and I will probably run into each other someday and maybe uh, enjoy a meal or something and bounce some of these questions I'm about to ask you. Maybe probably talk 15, 20 minutes in each question. But with our leveling up lightning round, you got five seconds with no explanations. You ready to level up? I'm ready. Let's do it. Shannon, what is the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Keep going. Yes. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to success. Journaling. Me too. Yeah. We're like sister from a different mister over there. (laughs) Love it. So you see me walking down the street or just into an event or somewhere and you're like, man, Fergie looks like he's in his doldrums a little bit. You know, after giving me a hug, what book might you hand me to level me up?
0: Finish. I just finish.
1: Yes. Love it. What's your most commonly used emoji when you text?
0: Smiley face with a heart.
1: Love it. If you could stay one age for the rest of your life physically, keep the knowledge you've garnered and continue to gain wisdom, what age physically would you stay for the rest of your life? 26. Me too. Thank you for putting a two on the front. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Nicknames growing up?
0: Uh, Russell.
1: Russell. Love it. Chess, checkers, or Monopoly. Monopoly. Nice. Go to ice cream flavor. Chocolate,
0: chocolate, chocolate. Chocolate. Love it. So
1: there's a sandwich called the Second Act. Russ, build that sandwich for me. What's on it?
0: Mm. Turkey, bacon, lettuce, tomato.
1: Oh, you added man candy. We are besties, man. Bacon. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So if you could take a time machine to any moment in the past and still come back to today or just for one day, any moment in the past or 20 years in the future, which way would you take it? Past. Past? Awesome, that's beautiful. I, there's a kegger in 1989 that I went to that I would love to just go back to that one day.
0: <laughs> I want to go with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Favorite charity and/or organization you like to give your time or money to
0: Autism Speaks.
1: Thank you, that's beautiful. And this one you can elaborate a little bit. It's our last question, but what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 80s. Thank you, big hair, don't care. Uh, love obviously. it, obviously. Yes. <laughs> So much happened in the 80s, right? I mean so much. You had the invasions from like Duran Duran or U2, but then you had glam rock, you had metal, run DMC, Beastie Boys, like you had all that just makes it. Our first concerts.
0: Right. That was like the first concerts we went to.
1: Right. And it's funny, like there's songs today, and I say this in every podcast, but there's songs today that have the hook from the 80s. Like Pipple in two of his songs uses ahas take on me you know yep. in, in, in the background or how about like flow riders you spin me round. that's from dead in the lives spin me it's like the 80s was it now if I'm journaling or even editing a podcast I have the 70s on just because I like the stories that they tell you know with like Jim Croce or the Eagles or something like that but if I'm mm-hmm. just chilling I love the 80s so man we were like right on the same page so Shannon yeah. how can we find you
0: SecondActSuccess.co. That is my website, and you have links to my podcast, which is Second Act Success, my newsletter, um, blogs, career advice, um, my course, and my coaching. It's all there at SecondActSuccess.co.
1: Tell us a little bit about the Second Act Accelerator that is yep. coming out in end of January twenty three.
0: Yes, we had the first run was um, this past fall, I just wrapped up with my students. um, And then the next one starts in a few weeks, January Mm thirtieth, And it's basically a six week blueprint. So we narrow down what it is you want to do for your career change, or you're starting a business, whatever it might be. And within six weeks, you have a blueprint of how how to get you there with one on one coaching group coaching community, all of that.
1: Love it. I love it. And that can be all found on your website.
0: Yep, that's secondactsuccess.co forward slash course.
1: And again, squad, that's .co, And that will be in our show notes as well. And Jen, if you could do me one last solid and leave us with one last knowledge nugget we can take with us, internalize, and take action on.
0: Think of something that you've been longing to do Think about your why and just make those small steps to get there. Just little baby steps, whether it's write a book, start a business, make, you know, whatever it might be, run a mile, just start slow, write it down, and then start slow to move towards it and bring it into fruition. I love it. A brand new year.
1: Love it. Love it. And, and my good friend, Shannon here, she's literally planting trees. She's never going to sit in the shade of her journey is, it's awesome. What I really got squad from Shannon's like, she kind of foresighted her life where she had a California penny bank. Where did she end up in being successful at? California, she's planting those seeds way early in life. And it's awesome to have parents that actually supported that. You know, she believes, you know, you're going to fail and you're going to, as long as you do fail forward. But one thing that I really picked up is be as friendly as you can to everyone because you never know where that next opportunity project is going to come from. She, she said something that blew my mind, decide to produce your own life, you know, and f- doing that, find the help to help you make that learning before you leap, you know, and I love what she did is like, and a lot of people out there, a lot of people say, you know, you work your nine to five to make a living, you work your five to nine to make a life. And I like this, what I was told is, you know, work your day job but mind your own business. And I love that that's what my good friend Shannon has did to grow Second Act Success while she was still raising a family and still working Snapology. It's just fantastic. She's me remembered as someone that, you know, checked all the boxes and made the most out of her life through the service that she provided to people, provides to people. She wants you to remember to speak up for yourself. Be friendly while you're doing it. Don't be the douchebag that just says whatever. Be friendly while you're doing it, but know your worth. And if you've been longing to do something, and like my mentors say, and I have my coaching clients, inch by inch, it's a cinch. By the yard, it's hard. Think, do just little things, little at at a time, and it will build up through you know Brendan Burchard's you know compounding effect. Everything adds up. And my good friend Shannon, she levels up her health, she levels up her wealth. She's humble. Yes, yeah, she's hungry. I cannot wait to collaborate with my sister from a different Mista in the future. Thank you so much for coming on. You've earned your Varsity Squad letter here. The time to Shine Today. Absolutely love your guts.
0: Thank you so much, Scott. This was fantastic. I can't wait to get a beer with you and chat some yeah. more.
1: Awesome. <laughs> oh, talk soon. Bye now. Talk
0: soon. Thanks.
1: Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter & Nugent Real Estate. Real Estate Excellence, who can be reached at five six one two four nine seven two six six and online at www. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine today, please visit time to shine today. dot com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.